Hello and happy Saturday, or whenever it is, to all you listeners and lovers of cartoons. Welcome to Kelby's Cartoon Corner, the show where we discuss all the best cartoons. From 90s Nicktoons to current adult animation. And by we, I mean me, Kelby. Alone in my bedroom, not in the living room anymore, so I don't have to kick my roommate out of the house every time that I record. So if it is Saturday when you're listening, I hope you have some comfy pants and maybe a snack or four. I mean, regardless of what day it is, I hope you have comfy pants and snacks, but you know, especially if it's Saturday. But no matter what day it is, get comfy, grab a snack, and let's talk about cartoons. way to start (laughs) okay hey everybody welcome back to i warned y'all last week that i was probably going to do a full uh episode about infinity train book three but i decided to go ahead and bring my roommate on what's up it's madison she's back i'm Uh, back back again (laughs) i thought it would be fun to bring her on so we can talk about book three because she just finished watching it for the first time uh just a few days ago and this was my second full watch through so i thought we'd go ahead and talk about uh, book three, but recapping all of Infinity Train with you with yes. me to get yes. your point of view on it. Mm-hmm. So, um, spoiler, uh, spoiler warning. Spoiler, ahead. spoiler, spoiler! <laughs> don't listen if you haven't already seen book three, unless you just don't care about it being spoiled, because maybe you just live dangerously. That's fine. <laughs> I live the dangerous life. We support that. <laughs> don't tell me how to live! <laughs> so, I guess we'll just jump right into it. What... What did you think of Infinity Train as a whole? All right. So I think it's kind of hard to grasp in the first season Mm -hmm. what it's all going to be about. Yeah. It's kind of by season two that you kind of start understanding Mm -hmm. and they start building it. Yeah. But it it was a little bit hard to grasp because it moves so quickly. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, wait, what happened? How, what 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 is it like yeah very fast pace i kind of got the feeling really early on that you weren't like necessarily super into it yeah but i think it could have just been because it's just like you said there's a yeah. lot happening it's it's very fast pace and tulip is on the train for what four months four or five yeah yeah which is never i don't think it's ever like the only thing the only time it's ever referenced how long she's been on the train is when the conductor says uh towards the end she says you've been on the train for months wrecking everything yeah. that i'm trying to accomplish yeah or something to that something of that nature yeah. but that's what the only thing i have to say that i didn't get mm-hmm. was it moved so fast yeah and in the beginning you really it you don't know what the infinity train is mm-hmm. you don't know what it's about i mean really after like three seasons i still have questions yeah. so i mean i think that's part of the intrigue of the show but it's kind of like okay here's tulip now she's on a train. Now every car is different. Mm-hmm. Now she's doing this. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, okay. <laughs> you know, it's just like chaos. Yeah. And then it starts to slowly build up mm-hmm. and get that storyline. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, now I get it. Yeah. Now I know where this is, where the train uh-huh. is, what it's supposed to do. Right. I think also if you're not like inherently just into like sci-fi fantasy kind of stuff in general you might have a little bit of trouble getting into it like sci-fi is my jam i I love sci-fi i live for sci-fi so like a show like this is right up my alley it was it's me i whacked the table it's like neither of the cats have moved (laughs) okay i have what's that noise i have several questions okay so kelby has like a booklet and i'm i'm very excited for this little book of yours Okay, so I asked about your overall thoughts mm-hmm. of Infinity Train as a whole. Do you have a favorite season? 
Hmm. Because each season, it's an anthology series, so each season follows different characters, yeah. so I don't know. I kind I kind of liked all of them. Yeah. My least favorite was kind of season two. Same. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was. It, it was, was kind of like. It was weird. Bleh. Mm-hmm. You know, it was interesting. I saw some like, good parts. Yeah, I do really like. Is it episode nine, the tape car, where we learn kind of how people get their numbers and where their tape comes from and stuff like that? Yeah, I that was so. like the most sci-fi episode that we've seen so far. Yeah. So that for me was definitely one of my favorite episodes. Yes, I am pulling it up on the Google. Mm-hmm. I think season three is my favorite. Yeah. So far. I like season three because you're not just learning about um, MT. Mm-hmm. No. That's season two. Mm-hmm. Where is my brain? <laughs> Everything's mixing. I was following um, you. I was tracking. What's 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 girl's name? Tulip. No. Jesse. Jesse is the boy. <laughs> no, no. You mean what she changes her name to at the end? No. The the girl that it, the third one's about. Like Grace and Hazel. Grace. Hazel. Yes. I like I how... was like, which girl? There's two. Oh no. <laughs> and Tuba. Oh, Tuba. Just not Simon. Just not Simon. No. Not Simon. No. Um, I liked season three because you got to meet like a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. in a community and uh the slight cult. Yes, well, I'm so excited. Which we to talk will about dig that. into maybe in a minute. Yes, I'm very excited. I know. It it's I like that one because it has a lot more pieces, mm-hmm. and it's not just like someone walking through a train. You know, you get deeper into the train, and you meet people that mm-hmm. you've never seen before. But then you meet people like Amelia again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you get to learn more, mm-hmm. and I like that. Okay, so as someone who has just finished the show for the first time all the way through, do you think it's something where you could? jump around like could you start in season three and still kind of understand what's happening i feel like you think you need to see all all of the seasons in its entirety to understand the full story i feel like you could jump into season three Mm -hmm. but if you started at season one or two Mm -hmm. for that matter you should be able to be okay yeah because one it's it's kind of like the introduction and yes it moves fast Mm -hmm. but I don't know. It's kind of like a filler. I don't know. I liked all of it. Yeah. Yeah. But it it is kind of one where if you jump to season three, you might be able to pick up Mm -hmm. what it's doing. Yeah. Because you do learn. It kind of jumps backwards a little bit and like tells you other stuff. Hmm. You know? I wonder what it would be like to start with three and work backwards if you would get answers to other questions. Because each season follows different characters, Mm -hmm. I wonder if it would be something where if you started with three and then worked your way backwards, if you would somehow inadvertently get answers to questions. Possibly. I don't know. I I don't know how that would happen. It would possibly be something like that. I think the only character that you'd learn more about is Amelia. That's true. Yeah. I apologize. That was the cat jumping into a box. <laughs> Please pardon the cat. Oh, it was Luna, because Poe's still on the yes. tower. Look at that we baby. are in our living room and with cats. At the so. big black table. <laughs> at the big black table. <laughs> so if you do hear meowing or noise. Right it's now some <laughs> rumbling in the background. It is kitty. It's more than likely the, the cats. Oh, my God. What if, we, what if we pause for a moment? I am back from rescuing the cats. Hopefully there's no more 
cast out. <laughs> okay, so jumping back in, do you have a favorite car? I have several. I really like the origami car. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorites. Um, hmm. I have like the list pulled up because I can like vaguely remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, I liked the toad car. <laughs> Please don't kick me. Please don't kick me. Don't kick me. Well, ma'am, the only way to leave this car is if you kick me. If you kick me. Please don't kick me. I love that one. I, it's oh. very simple. <laughs> no, it's very simple. That's, that one's from uh, season two. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one I like is... Hmm. Ooh, I think those are my top two. Okay. Uh, did you pause it? No, but... Okay. Okay, that's what they're um, But yeah, the toad. Hi, and I like the map car. That one's kind of fun. I couldn't decide if It's kind of like a plot, like a plot twist kind of thing. Or it's like, oh yeah, it's just gonna be like a happy, you know, like all the other cars, nothing bad happens. And it's like, huh, mm. nope. Nope. So it's kind of like it dips into like the darker side of the okay. infinity train. Okay. So what are your favorite episodes? I for sure love the ball pit car. Mm -hmm. And then I had a second favorite, but now I just, it's gone. I can't remember Poof. what it was. Mm -hmm. I, hold up. I heard him squeak. <laughs> I also, I love, uh, I love Corgania. When oh, we meet Atticus. Yes. I love that. Yes, I do enjoy that one. What is the other? I feel like the other one is from, the other one that I really like is from season three. Season three. Okay. I, of um, course, love the jungle car. Yes. The debutante. No. That one's fun, but it's not my fave. The cat. No. Color clock. No. That one's pretty. Okay, no. No. You don't like the color clock car? Oh, I love the car. I hate that episode. I hate what happens at the end. Oh, true. Uh, the car itself is fine. It's just that episode in, in general is... I don't know what other ones would be in the musical car. No. And I don't know which ones you're asking about in season Okay, three. well, maybe it'll come to me later, but that's fine. You'll just shout out a car name. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, what about a favorite denizen? A favorite tuba. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. tuba. Um, uh, I also like tuba. Let I like... Know. Okay, so I have tuba, 1-1, mm -hmm. one, one, mm -hmm. and um, hazel. Okay. I like, I like those ones. And... Um, empty. I also really appreciate Hazel. Yes. What are yours? I, I love One One and Atticus. Honestly, Alan Dracula is neither here nor there. I feel like we can. <laughs> I like. I love Alan Dracula because it's just like Alan Dracula. Alan Dracula is. is. <laughs> and he's just like he does different things all the time. You mm -hmm. don't know what he's gonna do. It's like okay, it's a giraffe. It's a not a giraffe. Not a giraffe. It's a deer with. I'm a giraffe. <laughs> It's a deer that has laser eyes. Okay, that's what he does. And it's like, okay, it's a it's a deer that can stretch his neck. Okay, and it's like he just progresses. Mm -hmm. He like adapts to whatever they need. He turns into pillows. Yes, he does. And invisible. Uh huh. But yeah, I do. I do like Alan Dracula. I like pretty much all the denizens. Yeah, I don't think we've met one so far that I'm just like ew. Yeah. Except the cat. Yeah. I I feel like if we learn more about her, we will. The water ball is right next to you. We can't have this right now. We're trying to record. <laughs> Simmer down. I think the cat, who we learn is Samantha. Mm -hmm. 
Samantha the cat. Yes. I feel like if they, like, in the next episode, <laughs> in the next season, they kind of dive a little bit more. Because she's been consistent in mm-hmm. all three so far. She has been the one uh, and if, consistent piece through all three seasons. Yes. And if we learn what happened with Jesse, you froze. <laughs> I, I just had... Oh, God. <laughs> I had a thought. I thought she had Poe by the, like, scrub and was trying to yeet him up from the couch. What if the cat continues to be a consistent theme throughout the rest of the... I don't know where I'm going with this. I feel like like, she could. mm -hmm. Because she's been in all three so far. Like, what if we don't ever... I I wonder if we'll ever get a season specifically about the cat, but maybe she'll continue to be in the background, and over the course of the next couple of seasons, then we'll learn kind of her story. Yeah, Yeah. because she's bad bad kind of good Mm -hmm. bad you know she has that flux in what she's doing Mm -hmm. and i think it'd be real cool just like dive in about why is the cat here Mm -hmm. what's the cat's purpose right you know that's one of the things that uh because she was sorry go ahead go ahead interrupting she was jesse's denison no not jesse simon simon oh yeah yeah whoop Mm mm-hmm there's only two guys on this right, entire we've only, thing. We've only seen two men so far. Um, but yeah. Okay. Oh, the the round table video that I was watching where they're posing that the train has alien origins, which I don't know if you watched that video. I did not watch that one. Okay. I saw that. And one of the things that they're posing is that uh, it is of alien origin because in the episode in season three, the cat says that she imported all this Randall because the there hasn't been any water in this car for centuries. And then she says, the first vacation that I've taken in like over 100 years or something, and it gets stumbled in on by Simon and crew. And I think that's the thing that they're saying is like, because 150 years ago or whatever, we wouldn't have had the technology to create something like this. Also, they're saying that possibly the wasteland outside of the train could possibly be Mars. Okay. But here's, we touched on this topic. topic. Uh-huh. I can't. La, la, la. That's okay. We touched on this topic the other day about how does time move in the train? That's one of the questions that still remains after three seasons. I feel like if you guys have ever watched um, Narnia, Mm -hmm. how it's like, I don't know, three days in Narnia is like roughly an hour in the real world. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's like that. And it's been a hundred years in. Oh, on the train, it's been a hundred years. But oh, okay. Okay. Or, I don't know. I want to say like post-apocalyptic. That's kind of where I'm leaning. Because it's kind of like, that's all you see is desert ground. But, like, also, the train itself would have to be, right, it would have to be, I don't know, it would have to be something because it's, like, interdimensional. Because it appears to Grace in the police station. And it appears to Amelia on top of a building. It appears to to I wonder if we will ever learn the true origin of the train. Well, I hope so. Let's fingers crossed yes, for book please, four. Please let us learn the origins of this train because I think that would be really cool if that's what it built up to. Because mm-hmm. that would, it is kind of like, what is this train? Like, mind blown? No. <laughs> what I was saying earlier were if you started with book three and you worked your way backwards, what yeah. if that's what it's doing and it's, it's working the like origin of the train backwards so like tulip is the last passenger to ever get on the train and it's working its way backwards 
That can't be true. That's not of, true, because then, then you wouldn't have... Amelia doesn't have... Never mind. No. Just kidding. Scratch that from the record. Yeet, yeet. <laughs> She's going to back, go backwards. I no, I don't kidding. think that... But it is a point to be made that whenever you see the outside of the train and it's not picking up someone, it is in the desert. Mm-hmm. And it is, like, when Tulip first gets on the train, she sees someone just getting disintegrated getting into the sky. Sucked. Sucked into the sky. Sucked into a vortex. <laughs> and... <laughs> but there's a beam sucked into a vortex. <laughs> No capes! <laughs> no capes! I don't think it was gays or beam, I don't remember, but it was something. Sucked into yeah. a vortex. <laughs> Good, Incredibles thing right there. Bravo, bravo. Props. References. <laughs> but it is kind of, and then when you learn that they're going back, but that is kind of, where is this train? I think Mars is kind of a good idea, mm-hmm. because it is always red. Yeah. Red dirt. Well, and there is also that weird barrier that's around the train that yeah. won't let denizens get so far outside of it before yeah. the gomes come and chase after them. Yeah. That's another That's another theory. Where do you stand on the gomes are reincarnated denizens thing? I don't... Well, see, I don't know. It might be because Amelia turns Atticus mm-hmm. into a gno- gnome? Gome. 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 Um, she turns him into a gome, so there has to be, because there, there are two cannons on the front of the train. Right. So, like, I feel like if something is, like, in front of the train, they shoot it, they turn into gomes. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. That is, they're kind of, they're really a mystery. Mm-hmm. And the only time you see one either formed is with Atticus. Right. Or when it's at the end of uh-huh. <laughs> book three. At the end of book three. But yeah, that I don't know. It's such a mystery. I don't. I don't know that we have enough information yet. We don't to be because when Amelia turned Atticus into a gome, mm-hmm. she was using like an orb that. Because then Tulip, she just had a gun, didn't she? Didn't it have an orb in it? I don't think so. Oh. She had to find an orb. Maybe it did have an orb in it. Because then to yeah, reverse it, Tulip to reverse had to go it, and find a, a corgi orb. Right. Okay, yeah. So probably it is an orb. Okay. One of the things that I posited in my original Infinity Train episode was that, at least in the case of Atticus, when he first transforms, I think for a few seconds, he was still in control of his body. Like, he hadn't totally changed over yet. Because there's a second mm-hmm. where he, like, goes for Tulip, and then it's, like, three frames of animation where it, like, steps back and shakes his head yeah. real hard, and that gives Tulip enough time to run away. Yeah. So I think it's at least just in like that a, case... Yeah, a break. Where it's right. not fully into a... I cannot say the word. Gome. 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 I've been spelling it as, like, gnome with no M. Okay. G-O-M-E. Gome. But there is a, a, you do see that, and they reference that into the round table mm-hmm. episode where he does stop. Yeah. So it's not like a full completion, but yeah. But I don't know about the whole conspiracy theory about that tuba is, is that gome. That gome. Like, I don't know how I feel about that either, because again, there's like three frames of animation right after that happens yeah. where it like kind of fades away and it's something like white like, and red yeah, and it something's all, bright inside of it it almost looks to me it almost looks like a shoe but like i don't know what that means i can't tell what it is i just know it's bright <laughs> i just i just notice it because i've gone back and i've rewatched that specific scene several times yeah because i think i watched a video like the night after where somebody was like oh what does that mean when it 
Yeah. Almost explodes, but it's not quite there yet. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know where I stand on that whole thing either. Because I don't feel like we have enough information no. yet. But maybe maybe we'll explore in future episodes. Hopefully. Okay, that was all of my like general Infinity Train questions. Do you have any more before we move on to what, spoiler stuff? What got you into Infinity Train? I honestly don't know. This is another thing where I don't remember what like the catalyst for this was. I remember that it was it was on my list of things to watch for a long time but I couldn't find it anywhere oh, like the only okay. place that I could find it was through the Cartoon Network app but they only had the last like two episodes of season one because oh, okay. season two and three weren't out yet with the first time that I found it so then I was like okay well whatever I just won't I won't worry about it and then when we got HBO Max I was like ooh it's on here so I started watching and yeah. then they uploaded season two and then, like, two weeks after I finished season two was when Comic-Con would have been, yeah. but they announced season three, and they dropped the trailer and the poster. And then I was like, oh, and we were really excited for season three. Yeah. And then, over the course of the last, like, month, I've watched all of season three. So, again, I don't remember, like, when it was that I really got into it. I just remember hearing about it and being yeah. like, ooh, this seems like something that I would really like. So I kept trying to find it, but I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. And if you guys... Which... I'm going to plug HBO Max because I have yet to find something that I don't want to watch. Mood. They do have a lot of older movies, too. They have all the Studio Ghibli movies. Yes. So that is worth worth it, I think. Mm-hmm. If It is. It's one of the more expensive subscription services. But yeah. like you said, it's worth it. They have it's Friends. They have Infinity Train. Yeah. They have Teen Titans, the original from 2003. Yeah. They have... And they have a bunch of, like, older, like, movies. Like, one of my favorite movies is Death Becomes Her. Mm-hmm. Which they have that and... Oh. Little Wait. Shop of Horrors. Oh yeah, that was you just watched that. The I other just day. watched that, but it, it's it's worth it. Mm-hmm. So if you can afford it, yeah, please go support Infinity Train on HBO Max. Because Ooh, we yes, won't, please. We won't get a book four greenlit unless people are watching the show. Yes. So we over here would really appreciate it if you would go watch. Yeah, and I think if you want to watch something that's going to make you think, mm-hmm. this is a really good um, show to watch. Yeah, because you do have to constantly think about it. And the pieces get put together. Mm-hmm. So it's a really big puzzle. Yeah. And like we said, we still don't know a lot of things about the gnomes. Gnomes. <laughs> I can't say that word. I'm so sorry. Okay. Gnome. G- gnomes. Gnome. I said it. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to struggle with that word for the rest of my life. But yeah. Yeah. It is really good to watch. Also, I said again in the last podcast that I did, this is the most current show that I think I've ever been heavily involved in yeah like as it's happening like yeah most of the shows that i come into i come into either right as they're ending or like two years after they've ended like mm-hmm. i didn't start getting into steven universe until right when future premiered or yeah. like right after the movie dropped i think it was the movie yeah and then by then everybody was like oh but like i couldn't talk to anybody about anything in the series because like i didn't know what was going on yet yeah but with this watching the final two episodes at like two in the morning and then jumping on Twitter and just seeing everybody lose their minds. <laughs> that was so cool. It was yeah. so fun. Cause that's the first time I've ever really experienced anything like yeah. that. And that was the closest that I've ever felt to, I said in the avatar episode that like the reason kind of one of the reasons that I'm doing this podcast is just to like put feelers out and try to find my people yeah. that are also into, like really into cartoons in the same way that I am. Mm-hmm. 
and that was the closest that I got to being like, oh, oh, yeah, here, here they are. That and right when um, the Hollow season two dropped on Netflix, because oh, I yeah. stayed up until like two in the morning. Oh yeah, I remember that. Dropping, and I was like, ooh. And there was somebody that was like live tweeting their reactions as they watched the series. And so he was like ten minutes ahead of me. So like yeah. he would tweet something, and I'd be like, ooh, I'm getting ready for that scene. <laughs> here it comes. Here it is. Okay, was that the night that you watched the final episode when you? screamed mm-hmm. and I was like dead asleep and you're like I really hope like you tweeted I really hope I don't, didn't wake Madison up because uh-huh. I just screamed I screamed I was dead I have <laughs> never I have never screamed at a cartoon like yeah. ever yeah I, I, I was just kind of shocked it, yeah but um, but then also at the end of that episode like it after uh, um, not Amelia after Grace goes back to the apex and she like comes down the escalator mm-hmm. and she's like well I guess we're just gonna have to figure it out together and then it ended and you just kind of looked at me like that's it and I was like yeah that's it I was that's, like, that's, that's it that's, that's, that's all it that's hello how it <laughs> but um again kind of like Steven Universe there is um deeper meaning into this mm-hmm. other than someone just wandering on a train they have the numbers on their hands which you have to figure out what that is mm-hmm. and it's the the journey they take and the lessons they learn to get that number down and to get off. And I think that's really cool for the writers mm-hmm. to have. <laughs> that's not just like, okay, you're just sent to this train and right. find your way through. But it's kind of like the numbers are very important and it's a life lesson and mm-hmm. that they actually remember it too. Right. So I would Ooh. think, I would think they wouldn't, they just forget. You know, they get off the train, like, oh, okay. And, like, they kind of remember a bit of it, mm-hmm. but not the train part. What is the... There's, like, a movie where that happens. Like, the Polar Express, kind of, where he, like, goes on this whole magical journey, and then, like, he's the only one that continues to believe in Santa yeah. after he grows up. Yeah. But there's... A... I swear Can... there's another movie where something happens, and then, like, they get back, and they forget what... Like, they're, they're still changed people, but they've forgotten what's happened. I don't... Oh, yeah. It's all like the tip of my tongue, but I can't think of what it is. That also kind of happens but, at the end of Narnia. Like, when they find the... They've but, been in Narnia for, like, 40 years in Narnia time. Yeah. And then they find the lamppost, and they're like, oh, crap, there's, like, another... Yeah. Something else has happened. And then yeah. they come back to the real world, and they're like, oh. And then they just can't... We're real. <laughs> <laughs> We're real yeah, that'd be so trippy. But they remember, too. Right. But, okay. So, I want to think about how they remember stuff, mm-hmm. and how Jesse goes back for MT. Right. And then MT comes back and she's just this chrome person Mm -hmm. in the world. How would you react to seeing someone fully chrome? I feel like it would really freak me out. (laughs) It's like a living statue person just walking around like pure chrome. Mm -hmm. And she changes her name to Lake. Mm -hmm. I don't really care for the name. Oh, really? I I think that's just kind of like, ooh, what's that? Oh, Lake. Okay, Mm -hmm. I'm Lake. You know, I don't I don't understand it fully. Yeah. Maybe I have to watch it again. I think it's also kind of like the fact that that's the first time that she's ever been able to really like see her True. reflection without having to be afraid. Yeah. And like the lake, I mean, like kind of like what you said, but the lake is just the first thing that yeah. she's been able to look at and be like, oh, that's me. Yeah. Which I think that's really cool. But I think that'd be kind of weird just to see <laughs> and how heavy they are. <laughs> yeah, bro. She's heavy. She is heavy. <laughs> Excuse me, man, but you're over the weight limit. <laughs> You weigh You're not fat or anything. You're just chrome. You're solid. 100% chrome. I don't Dance. know how you're alive. <laughs> she, she like breaks something and has to go to the body shop. <laughs> Get buffed. 
I need a note. I, I'm gonna go to the spa. Where's the spa? Oh, it's the car shop down the street. <laughs> I'm gonna get buff. I'm gonna get buffed out, man. Okay. Shall we move on? We shall. Okay, from here on out, we are going to explicitly be discussing season three spoiler things. Yes. Spoilers a lot, I believe. So just oh, be yeah, prepared. Absolutely. I plan to blatantly talk about everything that okay. happens from this so, point yeah. on. So yes. from this point on, <laughs> I know we've said a little bit before, but spoilers. Enter at your own risk. <laughs> you have been warned. <laughs> Alrighty. So danger, danger, danger. We have kind of talked about uh, maybe what our theories are about what Simon's life was before the train. Oh, we're going into your big conspiracy theory. Because, no, not okay. yet. I'm, okay. I'm just, I'm touching this point because I'm kind of curious about your theories because okay. we see Grace's tape and we see kind of what led her to mm-hmm. be on the train. And there are little bits and pieces of things that kind of tip me off about Simon. But yes, okay. I was going to say, do you think next season's about Simon? <laughs> Honestly, it could be though. It could be his backstory. It could. It could all take place. Ooh. What if... If, like, they do it... I mean, he dead. He obviously he, dead. He because, dead. Like, his whole skeleton disintegrated. He but, dead. like, I, my my first initial thought was, like, ooh, what if the gomes, like, suck you in and then you get stuck in your tape? And it's, like, you sit here and you think about this and then when you're ready to get out, we'll come get you. Ooh, <laughs> that I, that could be the thing. But I don't think... I don't think... But, like... But do they... Okay. Do the people that get on the train ever get physically, physically hurt? I mean, if they do, we haven't seen it yet, so yeah. I don't know. So this is like the first human death. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of like what? Yes. Piggybacking off of that, one of my things that I was spiraling about trying to process the end of this episode is like, at what point does the train deem you irredeemable? Because, like, Amelia's number got super high. Yeah. But the train but never... But there's still... Like, nothing ever happened to her yeah. to, like, kill Yeah, her, her number got really high, but you do see her number going down. And it's giving her a chance to redeem herself. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, I, I do see that, but... I wonder... Okay, because that kind of plays back into the reason why Simon is on the train. Because Amelia is on the train because she's sad. And she's trying to... Uh, she has to learn to accept... That her husband is dead and move on. Yeah. And, like, that's the whole reason that she's on the train. But, like, maybe Simon has a different reason, a different kind of reason for being on the train. And then he gets to a point where he's too far gone. He's not He's not yeah. going to be receptive to any of the lessons that the train is trying to teach him. Yeah. And that's the moment when the train is like, nah. Do you think that if Simon didn't die, that he would try to become the next conductor? Like Amelia did? Yeah. Yeah. That was one of my theories going into episode 10 was, or episodes 9 and 10 because they dropped it on the same day. Yeah. One of my theories was that, uh, I had like four theories, but each one of them involved Grace getting off the train somehow. Yeah. Because I thought that Hazel was supposed to be her denizen that was supposed to help her like learn empathy and stuff and then she was going to get her number down and she was going to get off the train. Yeah. And then Simon was going to go insane and either try to like murder a bunch of people or he was going to try to go and overthrow 1-1 because again he refuses to believe that 1-1 isn't the is true conductor. Right. Yeah. He refuses to believe But then he what still the didn't truth. believe that Amelia was a true conductor because he had this whole idea of oh, what Oh, that's true. Um, Because she didn't look like what he thought she looked like. Because you see the memory that... What's her name? Grace. Grace. I don't know why. It's an easy name. It just goes poof. 
that Grace, you see her memory about meeting the conductor, which is Amelia. Mm-hmm. When she first gets on the train, and so you see what... Because it's, like, yeah. it's, it's like Simon messing with yeah. her memory, being like, oh, this, this is, is how, how you actually saw it. But it's like, no, no, no. This is what I saw. Right. And it looks like a weird, like, turtle... It's that weird robot thing. Robot thing that kind of reminds me of... Audrey 2 from Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> just like the roundness of its face. I don't know. I just wonder if Simon... W- Again, I just wonder what brought him yeah. to the train. Yeah, because you don't know. I think it's something with, to do with like trust issues. That or like some sort of trauma. But again, I wonder if... So what? Okay. Like, are there certain styles of things that the train cannot help you with like there's certain people that would not benefit from being on the train because like what i thought originally about tulip was that she was learning to accept that her parents were divorced and the same you know kind of as amelia the same thing where it's just you have to learn to accept your life for the way it is and that you're never going to go back to how it was before Mm -hmm. but i wonder if simon is kind of I don't know. I'm, we don't know his story. That's the thing. I, I'm worried that there was some sort of, like, abuse or, uh, like, abandonment from a parent I, yeah, or, like, guardian figure. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. But, like, is that something that can be solved on the train? Like, was he ever going to get better on the train to begin with? Or was everything that happened to him on the train just making it worse? I think... Well, okay. What is your opinion on how Grace is on the train? What got her on the train? She was trying to get her parents to notice her. Okay. And in doing that, she... Okay, she never really had friends Mm -hmm. because she was, like, mean to all the other girls because she thought that she was better than everybody else. Yeah. She was constantly trying to be noticed by her parents who did not care to give her the time of day because they were, like, rich ambassador people who didn't care. Look at us. Do you think we would steal? Right. She has no need to steal. Yeah. And then she also is... I think she's controlling, but only because she's trying to... I think she's controlling because she's never been able to control her life. Uh. Because her parents... Yes. ...were always controlling of her. Uh-huh. But... Yeah. All right, just went... Pa! No, that's okay. I, I My train of thought was very discombobulated. But I think... So when Jesse and Lake Ru- MT no Ruth Ruth <laughs> my mind is not here You said Jesse that is boy from season 2 Season I'm trying to track with you but you're saying all these names that are of actual characters <laughs> and then you just throw in Ruth and I'm like who my man <laughs> my mind is not here at all Okay um hold on when what's okay mm-hmm. Sorry. Grace. That's what Grace. we're talking about. Grace. <laughs> They're both old people. <laughs> when Grace meets Simon. Uh-huh. And then they slowly... They think that the purpose of the train is not to learn, but to get the highest number. Because mm-hmm. they see Amelia's number so high. Mm-hmm. So we're going we're gonna to jump into the, the cult stuff. Do they think that Amelia's number is really high, though? Because they don't ever see Amelia. They just see the whole I the, feel like, casing. They see her arm. I feel at one point when, when she reaches out yeah. to get okay. So they see all those numbers. Okay, but um, we're here for the cold stuff. I'm here for the cold stuff. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Cool. If that 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 is from Buzzfeed Unsolved. 
here for the cult stuff <laughs> here for the cult stuff but yeah it is so when they meet it's kind of like how did that start you know okay we have the booklet it's coming oh good okay. oh it's it's pages it is pages like top to bottom front Ooh. and back front and back all right it was 5.30 in the morning, and you had written 18 pages. Front and back. All right. We're, yes. just, we're full of references this we episode. We are. So get ready for some cult stuff. Grab a drink. Grab a snack, because here we go. <laughs> not right. even, okay, it's not even like cult stuff. I am just posing. I am putting a theory out into Ooh, I the love universe. your theories. And I'm ready to like go at it. I haven't I haven't talked to you no. at all about this. I just texted she, you when we were at work the other night, and yes. I was like, I am preparing an entire TED talk about why I think that Simon is actually the leader of the Apex and not Grace. And I just I was warning her ahead of time so that she would be ready. Like, I'm gonna start saying I don't believe that, but please go for it. Let us <laughs> let us con. <laughs> okay, so Grace unintentionally started the apex mm -hmm. with it just being a simple uh th thought you know yeah. it wasn't it was never her intention to hurt anybody yeah. i don't think she got on the train with the intent that she was gonna like murder and pillage because like yeah when she got on the train she was like maybe 12 so like yeah. i don't think i don't think that was ever her intent uh she was 12 and Simon was maybe ten. Maybe ten. We're we're assuming yeah. that Simon is younger than Grace, but we have no idea how old they are. And we say they've been on the train for about ten years. I say roughly ten years. Yeah. So that'd make Grace like twenty-two, mm -hmm. and Simon about twenty. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now so, we have the time. Yes. How old they are. Mm -hmm. So Grace started the Apex never intending to hurt anyone. This is truly how she believes the train works. She really thinks the higher numbers are better because in almost any game that you play, yeah. the high score is the best score. Yeah. Once Does you reach zero, you die. Right. Mm -hmm. Or you just, that's where you start. You yeah. start at zero and you work your way up. So... Does she really believe that? Because when she first meets Simon, he's the one that asks, how did you get your number so high? Mm -hmm, and then she, mm -hmm. wanting to make friends and seem like she's better than everybody else, she yes. says, it's because I'm really good at the train. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and they are at that age where, like we, like you said, you're trying the higher to the number. compete and yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, now we know that Grace really just wanted friends and to be noticed and she's afraid of being alone. In the moment, she harmlessly says it's because she's really good at the train. But does she really believe that? Does Grace at this point have any concept of how the train works? Or is she just trying to be what she thinks that Simon wants her to be? Because as far as we've seen, Grace has never had a denizen. She came, no, she, she never references it. As far as we know, Grace came onto the train alone, and she has been alone, or was alone, until she met Simon. Yeah. Which we don't know, yeah, we don't know how long she was alone for. That's true. Before she I mean, the pumpkin Simon. car where she met the conductor could have been the first car yeah, that she was it on. Could've. We don't know. We have, no, like, we have no frame of reference yeah, for that. She is the one that doesn't have a denizen or a companion. Mm -hmm. You know, someone to take her through this. Right. Um... But yeah, that is interesting. Mm -hmm. Continuing. Continue. Next page. We see in the tape of Grace's memories that it's Simon who tells the kids about the conductors and how the, the conductor and how the numbers work. Mm -hmm. 
she's standing and he's the very first kid that they induct into the apex he's like you should have seen the conductor he was so big and simon's never seen the conductor he's only going off of what grace told him so he's perpetuating the propaganda that this is what the conductor looks like this is how it works and grace just isn't saying anything yeah she's, she's just standing like- in the background going with the flow which is kind of how she is in general she's the same way when she finds out that hazel is actually a turtle and she's like don't worry about it we just won't tell simon and then when she turns into a turtle in front of simon and she's like oh no this is such a development i had no idea that this was happening Mm -hmm. and she she doesn't it's not necessarily that she's she's lying by omission yeah because she's not arguing that no this is the right way this is what we're doing which this season is the first season that you meet other people on the train. Because mm-hmm. season one, it was just Tula. The right. only human. Until season she met, two. Until she met Amelia. Until she met Amelia. Mm-hmm. Which led you... Like, I kind of thought, okay, so she's the only human on this train at this point. Uh-huh. And there's only one human per train. Like, okay. per time. till uh-huh. that human gets off. But it is such a huge... It's infinity. It's, it's, the an, infinity it's an infinity train. train. <laughs> <laughs> so there could be thousands of people on this train right we have no concept for how yeah. many people are on this train but it is it is weird to see that tulip was on this train for about five months yes also amelia is the only adult that we see on the train until we get to season two where mt is walking around and she gets into that part where there's like an older woman who's watching her like intro tape from one one but up until that point mm-hmm. there are only kids on the car yeah and well i mean because tulip is like the only person on this train until we meet amelia but also she's the only it's only kids until we meet not meet but like we see see that one woman and that old man there was an old the old man that mt yeeted out of his pod to take his number but it is weird because so tulip was on the train for five months Mm -hmm. and then she didn't see anyone can y'all imagine going five months without seeing another human just like wandering around with a little robot and a talking corgi goodness and then jesse he has mt which mm-hmm. mt is not technically a human she's a denizen she's humanoid though more yeah. so than what tulip had yeah but they've gone on this train for how long till they meet someone mm-hmm. and then the apex has all these kids right it's like how did you find all of these kids mm. you know that's kind of interesting to me yeah well simon has that weird Whatever that weird tracker thing is that they're using in season... Yeah, and then how did they get that? That's Yeah, that's another big question. We don't know. It, like, tracks numbers. Where did this technology come from? Did he build it? Because he seems like the kind of person that could build something like that. But how would you build that? I have no idea. Okay. I don't know. It's the Infinity Train. Well, it might be some... It could have been something that the cat found. I was just thinking that. That is so weird. It could have been. You know, because the cat... you don't yes when he when he was shaking when the, the cat torch. when the cat was running and he was running behind her he had a little bag in his hand okay. that he was carrying but then he like dropped it and i don't know if he was carrying it when he met grace but like at one point he had a little bag and i don't know what was in it but it is the cat does collect stuff throughout and you see her car that's true and she does have the things that you can see someone's tape so i i think that's where he got it from because the cat was his denizen mm-hmm. so i think that's the that's origin from that yeah that's my my idea on that. Your theory. My theory. I added one. Yay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Then I said, Grace learns about Hazel. She says they won't tell Simon. I think it's because she knows what he would do, and he mm-hmm. would do it without hesitation. Because we saw this with Tuba 
R.I.P. Grace immediately with tuba. Grace gave him direct orders. He said, uh, "I bet I could take her on my own," and she said, "No." And he said, "Is that a dare?" And she looked him dead in the eyes and said, "No, Simon." And then yeah. walked away. But he went against a direct order from his superior, meaning that he either doesn't fear her authority, or he's like not he doesn't respect her authority, or he's not afraid of the consequences, or doesn't believe that there will be consequences for straight up murder. Which he's done before. Yeah. But at this point, Grace is kind of changing her mind or coming around to the idea that either not all denizens are bad or that, like, they are valuable and they do have... Good properties. Right. Yeah. She's coming around to that idea, but then Simon is so dead set on all of their morals and everything that they've created within the Apex. deep into the Apex. Right. Yeah, he was dead set. Like, as soon as he saw Tulip... Not Tulip... Tuba. Tuba. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Hazel. Hazel. I feel like there was... I am so sorry that I keep on forgetting names. I feel like from the get-go, he was like... But see, that murder. stems that stems off of him and the cat. And the cat leaving him. Uh-huh. And I think that still has to go with all of his trauma. So he has trauma before he got on the train. And then him being 10... And, and then the adding more trauma. Leaving on him. On top of it. Okay. So it, it builds up that he doesn't trust people... And then, okay. <laughs> and then he doesn't trust the denizens on the train mm-hmm. because he's because very of the strict. Cat. Because of the cat, and he's very strict that if you don't have a number, you you don't matter. You don't matter at all. Mm-hmm. Which is the a train's total not for you. lie, right? Yeah. And then the aspect like, what does he say about the train? Like this is our. It's our right. It's our right to the train. Because again, they believe that it's like a game or something mm-hmm. fun. It's not something for them to be learning lessons and yeah, like getting like, gaining tool. anything from it except for just to be on there and have fun and pillage and take whatever they want because yeah. it's their right to be on the train. Yeah. And how you think you got that right? I have no idea. Like yeah. why? Why you? Instead yeah. of like he- this gives me. I don't know why I keep on always thinking back to Narnia. Mm-hmm. There are several ties to that. Maybe maybe Owen Dennis was inspired by maybe? C.S. Lewis stuff. Yes. But yeah, I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he was very... With him going against what... Grace. Grace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what Grace says is kind of like... I feel like that might stem from his trauma as well. Because right. he's used to people telling him what to do. Mm-hmm. And he's like, No. Denison's are bad. She is not staying with this anymore. I'm taking this into my own hands. Or the lying thing that he says when he puts Grace in her tape and gets her stuck in there and then he says, you lie to me. Everyone lies to me. Everyone Mm -hmm, always mm -hmm. lies to me. And he seems like abnormally triggered by the fact that he thinks that she was lying to him this whole time. So I think that also plays into whatever trauma was happening to him outside of the train. Yeah. Again, I don't know what that could be, but I, th- I think that kind of plays into it. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Because Simon goes against a direct order from Grace, he either doesn't respect her authority or doesn't fear the consequences of disobeying orders, which means Simon is actually the leader of the Apex. Yes. Okay. At that point that he is deciding to go against... Mm-hmm. Um, Grace. Grace. Dang it. It's also kind of late. So It is late. Um, that he goes against Grace. I wonder, I can't remember exactly what point that is that he slowly sees her changing. Because mm-hmm. I think before she would do the same thing with a denizen. 
or possibly like okay get rid of the denison boom done. i think up until the point they met hazel yeah she would have done like if they had just met tuba and not met hazel yeah. i feel like grace would have been on board. oh yes they were going to kill tuba mm-hmm. but once uh grace saw i got it right that time there you go <laughs> grace saw how much tuba was being a mother to hazel mm-hmm. that changed her mind Ooh. and she saw how like her mother's not like that her real mom isn't like that but she sees how tuba the, this denison uh-huh. is taking care of this little girl i think it kind of like triggers something it's in her. her mind so then that's when uh grace no dude simon <laughs> simon i think that's when he starts to like figure it out uh-huh. and he's wondering you know we don't see grace's hand for a long time mm-hmm. and she's adamant don't look at my hand that's what he is saying let me see your hand because i think he's yeah. trying to figure out who's really going to be in charge yeah. because if my number is higher that's how we function yeah that is yeah i i believe that that's why he's like getting over his head mm-hmm. and stuff like that and that's when he does start to defy her because at this point i don't fully remember but it's like my i know my number is higher than you right so now i don't have to do what you say right so i don't think he was the ruler or the leader mm-hmm. of the apex but i think at that point you know he made up his mind like her I'm number's lower yeah yeah your number's lower okay this is how we run that pivots into my next point of the apex function under the rule that whoever has the highest number is the leader and grace has a higher number from the beginning the apex claims grace as the leader but who's doing the recruiting and spreading all the propaganda simon he's doing all the legwork Mm. simon worked with grace to develop the codes of the apex and that's how he gets invested grace is the face but simon is doing all the work behind the scenes simon does do some of the work but how grace interacted with hazel mm-hmm. that's how grace contributes and that's why she's a leader she does she's, it with all the kids yeah, yeah she's the nice cop and mm. he is the bad cop mm-hmm. so if he gets like upset which you see this a lot with hazel you know it's calming her down when she's like having a panic attack yeah. and like yeah. yeah grace um what's his name simon simon Dang it. <laughs> Simon's very harsh and yeah. very like dun dun dun. Mm-hmm. While Grace is more like very in touch with the children. Mm-hmm. So she bring I think she brings them in. They, they kind of do like a teamwork thing mm-hmm. where like he brings them in with the propaganda and what the cult is and she just kind of like eases them into it. A uh-huh. bit, if that makes sense. I almost wonder if he's the one bringing them in and Grace is the one making them stay yes because if he puts the idea in their head mm -hmm. they come in the one that's like this right you know they come in thinking oh we get to run around with a bunch of these kids and we get to go like take whatever we want and then like do whatever we want but then there are also like rules within the apex and then grace is the one who is making sure that the kids are abiding by the rules without being like like super overbearing yeah yeah overbearing and i think they react more they react more like grace to grace because she's older so she's like the more nurturing motherly person of the group okay while he is just like the angry dad Mm -hmm. but he get you learn from him as well right it's definitely like a teamwork thing yeah i just feel like simon is doing a lot more work behind the scenes than what we see like he's he's the one that's pushing the because he's the one that when He's the one pushing when every, the apex. Right. When, it, when everything hits the fan, 
he's the one that's like, no, this is how it works. This is how it's always worked. There is no other way. This yeah. is this is the only way. He's very deep into that. He's into which it. Which I feel like that also stems from his past. Because, again, there's a lot of questions with Simon. And we don't mm-hmm. know what he comes from. So what if, what if before he got on the train, he was pol- part of, like, a cult kind of thing okay so that makes him comfortable Mm -hmm. you know he's on this train it's crazy and he kind of makes a cult right he feels like he's contributing to it because he's the one that helped make it but also he's secure in it because everything that they're saying makes sense to him in the moment Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and everything i mean everything that they come up with makes sense with the information that they had when they were 10 and they were first on the train Mm -hmm. but then stuff changes you grow you evolve you learn new things and their theology does not change like it's this is how it works this is the conductor this is what the numbers mean there is no argument or like deliberation about it this is how it works this is how it's always worked yeah very dead set yeah I said, Grace is the face, but Simon's doing all the legwork, which is also why he gets so mad when Grace starts to change and make better choices, because eventually that means that she'll leave him, because mm-hmm, she's changing mm-hmm, her mind mm-hmm. about how the train works, and he's like, oh, no, that's not yep. that's not how we said. You stray from the path. Mm-hmm. And this is going into the fact that I think that Simon might have some abandonment issues, but also I think that he realizes that the whole ecosystem of the Apex falls apart without Grace. Because, yeah. again, he's the one that's recruiting them, but she's the reason that they're yeah. staying. Maybe Simon is recruiting, but Grace is keeping them in with her quote-unquote empathy. I mm-hmm. don't think that it's all forced, but I think part of it is her need to be in control. So she's mm-hmm. doing what she needs to do to keep these kids under yeah. her wing. Yeah. That that was that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, book. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I do agree with that. Yeah. And I think she's... Grace is showing more, like, the motherly side that she wished her parents would have done. Right. Yeah. Okay, so at what point... I wanted to ask this earlier, but we didn't really have a good, like, entryway into this. At what point do you think that Simon is too far gone? When he kills Tuba? Okay. Or, like, right before that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, you watching, it's like, denizens aren't that bad. Right. And I think that's before you he- you learn about the cat. That is before we learn about the... I think at that point we know that the cat was his... Denizen. denizen but i don't think well no maybe not i don't remember I can't but rem- yeah yeah i, can't I don't remember either. exactly when the time but yeah it's kind of it's kind of like in my head like why is he so against denizens mm-hmm. you know what is this problem with right them? you know can't you see that tuba is helping hazel mm-hmm. and doing everything for hazel and they do have that bonding experience Right, and that's the thing that makes you think <laughs> yeah, that he's gonna. Right, car. he goes back and he says, "Trust it. Trust is, well, friendship well, is. Friendship begins when with two people trusting each other. Yeah. and then he Mufasa's her off the train. Yes, and I. Ugh. Yeah, I think I think at that point, like I was really having hope, like oh they're gonna be great, you know this is a he's not going to kill her. And it's like psych. Right, because even in the car they were getting along yeah kind of or it seemed like they were getting mm-hmm. along but i wonder if they really were i think they were yeah i don't know i can't decide i kind of feel like simon has some like psychopathic te- tendencies so i feel like he could have been putting on a front mm-hmm. to seem like he was getting along with tuba but not actually which i think is why once grace figures out that hazel is a denizen mm-hmm. that's why she's like 
he's going to kill you. Right. If he ever finds out without hesitation, mm-hmm. he will kill you. Yeah. He, he, Which I'm surprised he didn't when they fir- first met Hazel, because clearly her hand doesn't have the number. Uh-huh. It's not glowing. Every other kid that you've ever seen on this train, mm-hmm. their hand is glowing. Right. This is written in with, like, a marker. She's just, like, the only one that looks like a person. And so I think that kind of sets up a conflict for them. True. Of being like, I think if she She's the only like humanoid. If she had come out being full turtle and been like, hey, look, I have a number, but it doesn't glow. Then I think they would have been like, ooh, Denison, kill. Yes. But I think the fact that she was humanoid is kind of the thing that set up the conflict for them in that instance. Yeah. Does does Hazel die? She goes off with Amelia. Amelia, It's unclear. There are... The theory for what book four is going to be about is that it's either going to be about Amelia and Hazel traveling the train together, or it'll be like an Amelia backstory kind of thing. Yeah, because I feel like it's probably, if anything, I feel like it's probably going to be Amelia and Hazel Amelia. traveling the train. Yeah, I feel like that because we did have the theory about on the seventh episode yep. is when a new person comes in, mm-hmm. and then the next one's about that person. Right. If which we, season one was to Mira Tulip. Empty. And MT. then. And then... Season two was the introduction of the Apex. Yeah. Which was all of season three. Yeah. So, uh, to me, it happening twice isn't necessarily, like, concrete evidence. To me, that's just kind of a coincidence. But if it happens after... If we get a book four, and book three is about Amelia and Hazel traveling yeah. the train together, then for me, that's that's concrete. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Twice but I feel like it would almost, depending, because you don't know what the train is, that if they do go with Amelia and Hazel, mm-hmm. I feel like that's almost like them coming full circle a bit. And that's kind of worrisome. Ooh. You know? No, he knows where the story is going to go for like through eight. a season eight. Okay. Right. But what if it's like one through four, full circle with Amelia, and then five through eight starts over with like a new circle Maybe. And, like, we learn about 1-1. One, one. And then it becomes an infinity sign. Ooh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ooh. I'm really glad I leaned back for that, like, weird <laughs> whale noise that I did. But, yeah, I mean, I do think if they do go for a season four and they bring that Amelia, you know, if just Amelia and Hazel, mm-hmm. that'll bring that kind of full circle. <gasps> yeah. What if Hazel becomes Amelia's denizen? And then Amelia Ooh. gets off the train. Like, that's how she's finally able to work through everything and Ooh. get off the train. And then they go to 1-1, and he gives Hazel a number, and they're able to get off the train together. Well, what if... Okay. So, theory. What if... Okay, like you said, uh-huh. Hazel is Amelia's denizen. Mm-hmm. And by episode 7, they find a kid. Okay. And that would continue with the episode 7 thing. Uh-huh. And that's when the kid... So, they find the kid, and that Amelia number goes down uh-huh. very fast mm-hmm. after taking care of this kid that's not a denizen okay you know and then the oh like showing season. empathy showing empathy for somebody else yeah because right okay yeah that is human because hazel's a denizen hazel is a denizen but she's also a failed clone of her husband so she's like the closest thing that she has yeah. to and her hazel right does now. know that part of that yeah she, like she makes the thing like you make good pancakes you make the best pancakes yeah she she like knows yeah. what's going on she's so I think, fully aware i think they'll stick together and i think once like i said episode seven and uh-huh. season four they find someone else or something like that amelia goes and hazel maybe goes with her 
mm-hmm. and then we follow that kid for the next season. I would hope that if Amelia, if Amelia gets off the train because Hazel is her denizen, I would hope that she would want to take Hazel with her. But how would she do that? Because denizens can't get off the train. Unless you're Chrome. Den- <laughs> Hazel. <laughs> she has a number. Not your time. Not. <laughs> she has a number. No, it she just, doesn't. Yes, she does. It's on her hand. It's 377. It's, it's literally just written in in pencil. That was Amelia's number when she made Hazel. So it's Amelia's number. Okay, okay. It's, now so, I, I get you. I get you. She has a number. It's just not going down. So and it's they, not glowing. And it's not... I don't know if the glowing thing necessarily matters. It was yes. just... That was the whole thing. Everyone's with, number glows. Well, I know. But to one one, she has a number. Oh, yeah. Therefore, she's a passenger. Yeah. So she can get off the train. So, yeah. so if Amelia can figure out a way to undo the turtleness of her and just leave her as like a little girl... What if she just keeps her as a turtle? I mean, that could also be the thing. I, that would I don't get be, why turtles, We though. can't keep taking denizens off the train. No. Because eventually we're going to get to a place where there's just, like, metal people and half-turtle <laughs> people just, like, wandering around in the world. And, like, what are we doing? Yeah. What if there's a way that in the next season, if it is about Amelia and Hazel, uh-huh. that the next season they find out a way to bring back Tuba? Ooh. You know? Because uh-huh. Tuba's made from the train. That's true. Ooh. What if... What if... Amelia gets off the train, and before she does, she doesn't take Hazel with her, but she remakes Tuba. Oh, she can give Tuba back to Hazel. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And go to one one. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I think that'd be really nice. Many a theory. Many, Many a theory. theories. Also, I really wish Tuba's voice was a little bit more feminine because mm-hmm. I was like, her, Tuba, she, and I was like, but you sound like a man. Man, what? <laughs> I, I. I <laughs> I was very confused. Tuba's voice definitely threw me off for the first couple of episodes. But, like, yeah, I really... I appreciate Tuba's character. Yes, I love Tuba. I am on board with your theory about Mm -hmm. giving Tuba back to Hazel. But I really think that they're going to be able to get off the train together. Mm -hmm. Hazel and Amelia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because she... I mean, she has a number, technically. It's just not going down. So if they can figure out a way... (gasps) Oh, no. What if... Okay, going back to they figure out a way to undo her turtleness and she goes full human. Am I too turtle enough for the turtle club? Then if she's full tur- if, if she's full human, what if that's enough to make her number glow? And then they can work together and get her number down. But see, in the end, Hazel is a clone. Right. She's not a human being. Right. I don't know. Originally, okay, I see what you're saying. But like originally you know. she was supposed to- Ideally, she would not be half turtle. She would be. Ideally, she would not be half turtle. <laughs> but the only reason that MT got off the train because she's Chrome. Uh huh. And she one one was like glitching out and like freaking out. Right. You know. But I don't know. I don't know if he would do that for Amelia. I don't know because she. Well, it's it's really confusing. Yeah. Because when lots to think about. It is when because when MT and Jesse do it, you know. One one's glitching out. He's freaking out. The whole train is falling apart. Yeah. Like the 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 universe of the train is collapsing. Yeah. And that's when MT is like, "Look, I have a number." And she's like, reflecting his number. Right. So when his number went down to zero, her number went down to you know showed on zero, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "You know what? Sure." Actually, I think when they Go. put their hands together, his number was actually. It was yeah, the it like, was like <laughs> trigonometry. It was the semicolon <laughs> lowercase e. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't see Amelia getting off the train with Hazel. I stand by that. Okay. 
But you do think that Amelia will get off the train? I do think Amelia will get off the train. Okay. With the help from Hazel. Okay. Yeah. Hazel being her denizen, just Hazel stays on the train. Yeah. Because Hazel does have memories of Amelia, Mm -hmm. and she can help Amelia work through her problems. Right. Because she knows her. Okay. You know? Because she is a clone of whatever his name is. I don't know if it's Ulrich with a U Ulrich. or Ulrich with an A because she has an Australian, or like a, she has like an accent yeah. and I can't tell if she's saying U or A. But, but yeah, I, I feel like that's what's going to happen. I really wish Tuba would come back, but you just never know. Yeah, we'll see. But I do think Amelia will get off the train. I, I really hope that she does. And like we said, I hope that that's kind of where it ends and like yeah. it comes full circle with Amelia and then we start over with another full yeah. circle arc about somebody else that maybe ties back into Amelia. Yeah. And like the final season is of like everyone's like main character, like the person that it followed in an infinity shape. Uh. And it ends in the middle. Yeah. With one one. <laughs> with one one in the middle, yes. Because he's the mm-hmm. he's the conductor of the train. Mm-hmm. What if Also I love one one. Same. He grew on me. I oh bruh. Same. He is hilarious. I love him. I love he him. He very so much. much reminds me of uh the robot from Hitchhiker's Guide to a Galaxy. Mm. That movie is extremely weird. He also Caution has very, if you ever watched that. He has low key Wally tendencies yeah. also. He really reminds me of Wally. Yeah. But like the sad is it sad one one? And happy one one? Yeah, I don't really know what the, I don't know. But yeah. like the one that's always like drowny really reminds me of the robot from the <laughs> guardians and he's like roundhead i'll just keep your obituary on file then yep <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah one one for sure is one of my favorite characters yes. he keeps you on your toes mm-hmm. the comic relief yeah we appreciate one one yes we stand with one one <laughs> we stand <laughs> <laughs> okay what else that Ooh. was all I had. Do you That's have any all. more thoughts or theories? No, I think we've pretty much covered. I feel like we've done a really good job this going is, full circle. Yes. I've, I've really liked this episode. Yeah, we've done much better. This, we were a little rough for a little bit. It's I. That's okay. <laughs> it's one in the morning. It's almost two it's in the morning. It's almost two. Yeah. I finally got some of the names right. <laughs> we good. We came full circle. Yeah. We struggled a little bit in the middle, but that's all right. But, you know, it it is a really good show. And if you guys haven't seen it definitely check it out mm-hmm. um season one is a little rough i thought yeah but it is worth worth it yeah like you know? i said um because it's a like sci-fi fantasy series you have to give it a little bit yeah to lay it's some groundwork grow. yeah so lay really, some train tracks uh, so you really <laughs> get an idea of where the like the world in which the story yeah. takes place will you still have questions after three seasons absolutely but yes that's why we're hoping for a season four yeah and i think if you guys are listening to this before i think it'd be okay because you kind of have some idea mm-hmm. of where this kind of goes yeah um it is kind of pieced together patchworky mm-hmm. but it does grow so don't freak out like i did on the first season yeah. it's just like I don't understand. Even, like, when I first started watching it, I wasn't super into it for the first couple of episodes. I told myself I was going to give it three episodes to get me hooked. And if it didn't get me hooked after three episodes, I was going to put it aside and come back to it later. Yeah. And then episode three was when we met Atticus. And I was like, I'm sold. This corgi dog. I'm (laughs) sold. It's a dog. (laughs) We love him. Yes. But, yeah, definitely... I'll say it again. Definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad um, Kelby is always introducing me to new cartoons and new, new different shows. And it is a lot different than what I usually watch. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like the real um, NCIS, Lucifer, oh, yeah. live action kind of gory stuff. 
So it's kind of really cool to see her input on different shows like this. I do try to pick things that I think you would like. Yeah. But like, also, there are some things I'm just like, what are we watching? Like Adventure Time, which I don't think you watch. No, it's just in this because it's on the along the same lines of Steven Universe. I'm currently trying Ugh. to watch it. I'm, I don't know if I could get into that one. I'm trying but. so hard, bro. I'm on <laughs> episode... The, I'm like you. Like, if it doesn't catch my eye, like, four episodes, I'm like, done. But, like, Adventure Time is one of the things... Where, oh. <laughs> Adventure Time is one of the things where I've already seen the timeline Ooh, video, yeah. and I know where it goes, and I know it gets good. It's just pushing Stop through season Stop hitting one. your hands. You're making the light flash. <laughs> have you done a Teen Titans episode? Not yet, but I will have you on for that one. Yes, please. There, um, next, the summer of 2021, I'm calling Super Summer... And Ooh. I'm going to do all animated Super superhero Santa. shows. Yes, I so, love that. Yeah, Teen Titans is one of them that I'm going to cover yeah. next year. So. Are we done? It's in It's in the rotation. Yeah. Just, it's not there yet. But yeah, I do try to pick stuff that I think that you would like. Yeah. Also, we said in the Steven Universe episode that I was the one that got you to watch it because, you were pest- because I was pestering you. That yeah. is, in fact, not what happened. Oh? No, I suddenly had a thought. I was sitting here, and I was watching either a video about Steven Universe or a full episode, and you were, like, doing the dishes, and you said, you know what? I think Steven Universe could be something that I could get oh, into. Yeah. And I, like, that was- threw everything, and I was like, <laughs> I are you serious? That. Because I will start this over right now yeah. if you really want to watch it. And I think, so- I think really, and I try... Because I didn't grow up really watching cartoons. Oh, yeah. I grew up watching gory stuff Mm -hmm. in cars because I had an older brother and you were the older sister in the Mm -hmm. family. And I think it's something that helps me connect with you on like a personal level, like Mm -hmm. a mental level, Mm -hmm. because I think different than you. Right. And I think it's it's really nice for me to be like a kid Mm -hmm. because I feel like I have I've grown up really fast. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, Kelby really likes this. I trust her opinion. Mm hmm please let me be able to watch this <laughs> also sometimes sometimes like you said it is really nice to just like zone out for 20 yeah. minutes or something and not yeah. really have to be fault that's why i watch family guy yeah like i just need noise in the background and i don't Burgers necessarily for me yeah i don't necessarily need to be following along with what's happening yeah. but i still really like it yeah also i encourage you to revisit hey arnold because oh that's awesome oh were you didn't it take you forever to get into hey arnold no it took me forever to get into doug and i never got into it no hey arnold is marvelous i vaguely remember hey arnold oh my gosh hey arnold is everything that you remember it to be and more it's so good (laughs) hey arnold (laughs) okay (laughs) we're getting off track here let's reel us back in we were really heading down for like yeah. a really good wind down and then we were like hey we're gonna ride it back up but again definitely check out say it infinity train infinity train. there you go go watch infinity train on hbo max if you haven't already if you do use the hashtag infinity train on twitter to get some more attention yes. to the show use the gifs post the pictures talk about your theories anything yeah. that you have don't leave yet I just want to thank you guys all for listening. Um, I do want to say that Kelby. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just staring. <laughs> you are like a little kid. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, I am very grateful for you guys listening uh, to the podcast and all like eight of you that listen on a consistent basis. Thank you hey, for all eight subscribers that eight. I have right now. That's more than my non-existent one has. We're, we're at a total of like 150 listens right there now, but I have eight subscribers. Hey. So. But like, I'm very thankful for you guys because i really love seeing kelby being so ambitious and i I love doing this i love seeing you do it and you're like 
I need to write this script. I need to do this. And it this, is low-key like a second job at this it point. Is. It's like a second job that I am really passionate you, about, yes. but I don't get paid for. So. I like I like seeing that passion and you going for it. And the days where you're like, I need to get this podcast done. Mm-hmm. I need I to take need an entire day off work so edit. that I can get laundry yeah. done because otherwise I'm not going to get any of this done. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. So I'm like, are you going to stay home? Yeah, I need to get the podcast. And I'm like, okay, just make sure you can do rent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> please but yeah i am paid we just i i need a day off yeah which i am again very very thankful for all you guys for listening to this and listening to us rant and just thank you and that is all i have to say bless okay i oh bless thanks madison for stop talking no 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 i was (laughs) (laughs) that's really you just went bless i was no uh, bless Like, thank you for saying all those really nice things. Now also, shut up so I can do my outro. No, I wanted to say that I feel like this episode, we did so much better than we, me, did so much better than the original uh, Steven Universe episode, which I low-key kind of want to redo because I just, I kept talking over you. Oh. And I, <sighs> oh, like when I do it in like normal conversation, I like this one, it's more natural because it's our second one. Yeah. Is it our second? No, it's our third. This is our third. Our third. Mm-hmm. And I think the first one, we were just kind of like, I was just kind of like going with the flow. I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Right. Do y'all want to hear my voice? Also, <laughs> yeah, but just in general, I kept like cutting you off and talking yeah. over you. And I like, Which, every time I listen to that episode, I'm like, ugh. I don't know. We can redo it. But I would love if, to redo it. If we do, I want to rewatch it. <laughs> All of Steven? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do this thing. Okay. <laughs> Okay, now we're at a solid... Now we're at a solid... Well, no, I mean, we're at like an hour and 20 minutes awesome. into this. So we're going to have a lot of editing to do to cut this down. Nah, leave it. We be I. Just leave her. There are some dead spots I'm going to have to cut out. <laughs> well, we're just like staring at each other and I'm trying to like figure out which name you're trying to think <laughs> of. Grace, Simon, Jesse. That one time you said Ruth and I was like, who? That's all I've got for this week. If you have thoughts about this show or any of the shows that I cover here, I'd love to hear from you. Head over to Twitter and follow at Kelby underscore cartoons for updates about future episodes and all other forms of cartoon-related chaos. I'm also always looking for new cartoons to watch and would love to hear your recommendations. Might not get to it right away, but we'll get to it eventually. Do you have any socials or anything that you want to plug? No. Over here? Okay. I mean, your your brand of content is not the same brand as mine, but no. I don't know if you wanted to plug anything. One day I might have a podcast. There you go. You were going to do a podcast about Ooh. spooky. Okay. Spooky stuff. So I'm thinking about doing a podcast about movies mm-hmm. and spooky movies and maybe some books. So Ooh, I would love a book podcast. I think that'd be really cool. I don't think we've ever read. It'd be like book club. It would be like book club. MP's book. M- well, it's like M&M's. <laughs> MK's book club. There we go. Mm-hmm. But if you guys would like to hear me do a podcast about that. You know, drop a comment in her in the Twitter she just dropped, and I'll be looking at that too. I feel like if we were both running podcasts, our house would just descend into chaos because, like, both of us would just be trapped in our bedrooms. No, for hours we would on have end. to make the, that closet into a sound booth. Easily done. Absolutely. And then we would have a purpose for that closet, and it would just be the hoarding closet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you plan to watch the show that I covered this week. Thanks for listening, and happy Saturday, or whatever day it is, whenever you're listening. Happy whatever, and happy binging. Go watch Infinity Train on HBO Max. Do it! Use the hashtag Infinity Train on all social media. Toot toot. Toot toot. Infinity Train. Train! <laughs> Don't know what train? Toot toot! You said it really quietly and I wasn't sure if you meant for me to hear it or not. Toot toot.
toot 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 toot. <laughs> this is the end. It's just like going toot 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 toot. <laughs>